Please open your Bibles with me to Psalm 61. There's a lot that can be taken from this psalm. I'm going to hit a couple points and then focus on the last clause as my main point. Follow along with me as I read Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto Thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For Thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in Thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of Thy wings. Selah. For Thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear Thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So will I sing praise unto thy name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. Jumping right into the first verse, it causes me to ask some questions. Do we actually pray and beg the Lord to hear us? Do we ask him to attend to our prayer? There are things we need to do before we pray to God. We need to confess our sins. We need to come to Him with a sincere heart. Do you hear the emotion of David's voice when he's saying this? Lord, I'm crying unto you. Attend unto my prayer. Do we go to the Lord with such emotion? Verses 2 and 3, the first clause should cause us to ask a self-examination question. Who do you cry to or who do you seek when you're overwhelmed? Do you go to friends who, in the grand scheme of things, can't really help you? Do you clam up and hide and hope that these problems go away? No. There's one thing to do, and that is to go to the Lord who can lead you to the rock that is higher than I. Many times, many places in the Psalms, we read of the Lord's shelter and protection. But this is written a little bit differently. Lord, when we're overwhelmed, help us. There's only one, one person who can put our feet on solid ground, and that is the Lord. I want to focus on a particular point that I found interesting, and that is the tense of these two verses. David's saying, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. When my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. David is making preparations for the future. He knows his heart is going to be overwhelmed. At the time he wrote this psalm, he may not have been overwhelmed. But he is making a commitment and a vow now to the Lord that when those times come, Lord, please hear me because of the vows I have made presently. Hear me in the future. I ask you, can we beg the Lord to deliver us from help before we actually need it? Can we go to the Lord and say, I'm assuming this is going to happen. You tell us there are troubles for the righteous. Can we go to him now and say, help me when that time comes? Verse 4 is David actually making a couple of vows to the Lord. He says, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. David didn't get a chance to go worship the Lord the way that he would have liked to all the time. He spent a good portion of his life running from Saul and from his own son that he couldn't even go to the tabernacle to worship the Lord. We have such freedom to come here on Sundays and Wednesdays, but we have more freedom to beseech the Lord anytime we want. Do we tell the Lord that we will abide in his tabernacle? Will we search for him? Do we tell the Lord that we trust only in the covert of his wings? Right. As a jealous father and husband, I know what it does to me when my son or wife tells me, I'm trusting you to take care of this. I want to do it so much to tell them I can't protect them. The Lord is the same way. 
He is jealous and He wants us to, to voice to Him that we only trust in Him. Verses 5, 6, and 7 are some of the blessings the Lord gives for those who vow to Him. He says, first of all, that He actually hears our vows. That's amazing in and of itself. But He also says, Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear Thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth for him. Do you want a long life? You, you should. How do you do that? You vow unto the Lord and he will bless you with a long life. He will bless you with the heritage of the righteous. The patriarchs had many blessings. Do you want those? Vow unto the Lord and he will bless you. Moving on to verse 8. It should a interesting question here. Do you desire to sing praise to the name of the Lord? Does the thought of spending eternity singing praise to our King excite you? If it doesn't, what's wrong? Confess that to the Lord and ask Him to restore the right, proper view of Him in your heart. The, there's a saying that music is a language of the soul. If you love the Lord, your soul should be shouting out in praise and glory to His name. And now on to the last clause, and this is the reason I chose this psalm, because it convicted me, that I may daily perform my vows. I want to look at this from two different standpoints. The first is, are you performing the vows that you have already made? We have outward vows. We, we We got married, and we vowed to our spouse in front of the Lord, His angels, and witnesses that we were going to treat them a certain way. Are we daily performing our vows? We joined a church and stood up here in front of all these people and said that we were going to do certain things to one another to build this church up. Are you daily performing your vows? But the vows that David is talking about here, I would like to think are a little bit more personal. And the first one that should come to mind is baptism. We all, many of us in this room, have been baptized and we're going to put off the old man and put on newness of life and serve the Lord. Are you performing your vows? David, many times in the Psalms, when he was in trouble, made a vow to the Lord, and the Lord would deliver him. Right. I'm going to assume most of us in here have done the same thing. When we've been overwhelmed, we've told the Lord, we will do this, will you bless us? The Lord has held up his end of the bargain. Oh, yes. Where are your vows? Are you performing them? Right. And as a point I mentioned earlier, and this is a, what I, that has really gotten me, can we make vows now? while things are going good, that we can call to remembrance when the times come, when the bad times come? Are there things you should be vowing to the Lord today that you can call upon in the future? Lord, help us to vow to you and to keep those vows so when the times come, you will hear us. Thank you. Amen.